Daggy and Beaver with you for Show Us Your Tips. Not much going on in the racing world this weekend, is there, Beaver? I don't know. Is any races on? There's a couple I've heard. Uh, yes. Something in Sydney. Something in Sydney. And then the Caulfield Cup's on down race. south, which is good. Yes. So looking forward to that. Uh, no, big day of racing. We've got 10 races from Randwick, headlined by the uh, the Everest, as well as the Caulfield Cup down south. Two very deep cards. Spent a bit of time across both programs. Looking forward to discussing all of that. Anything got you excited? Oh, just the racing in general has got me excited, Daggy. Uh, uh, good races, good meet across both um, venues. Uh, plenty of value to be found. Tricky fields, deep fields, lots of runners in each race. Um, probably disappointing the track conditions. Um, Ramwick's are heavy at the moment, hopefully. Um, I'm thinking it almost gets to soft. I might be gets, optimistic. Hopefully yeah. it gets to soft, but Caulfield looks like it's going to be yeah, heavy. And, they're uh, in trouble down there. They're in a little bit of trouble down there. So that's a bit of a shame. But we've seen it before, Caulfield Cup days. We have, actually, um, back in the Desperado days and those yep. sort of... Probably the meetings. disappointing thing is that these race days do clash and as we are just discussing before we came on air, some of the jockeys that um, aren't down in such a great meeting down in Melbourne, you know, McDonald and uh, Bowman, Rowilla, Pike, uh, Abdullah, uh, Williams, Lane are all riding in Sydney. And so the, the quality of the jockeys when you're getting into the 20, 20 horse fields into the cups is is not as deep as yeah. what I would like to see. So it, it's a bit of a shame, to be honest. Um, check out, we got to, we'll get our plugs in early. Check out progretracing.com.au, of course. We uh, have regular tips up there throughout the week, as well as two shows, weekend and midweek previews. And um, we're back on Spotify. Just a bit of housekeeping in. A few people have contacted us about, I was just swapping feeds over. It took a bit longer than I hoped, but we're back up there full time. So if you want to listen while out and about. I know Mick and a few others listen in the car or walking a dog. So uh, you can find us there as well now, again. And of course, subscribe on YouTube and um, stick around and hopefully we'll find a few winners. We will head to Roundwick first. Everest Day, as we've said, beautiful day in Sydney today, actually, uh, at least in Western Sydney. So as I mentioned, hopefully we dare can hope for a, maybe a soft seven yep. as we get into it. Bit of sun, bit of breeze. Yeah. The rail is in the true uh given that was fresh last week and we saw around, I'm thinking possibly lane eight's in play there, given it got a lot of traffic last week, uh, about, you know, seven or eight off the fence there swooping. But we'll see how it plays. It is all going to be fresh ground and we'll keep an eye on it. Yep. Kick off with the listed Reginald Allen over 1,400 metres for the Phillies Beaver. Essentially a uh, benchmark 70. But what have you found here? Yeah, open field, uh, 550 plus the field um, in an open affair. I stuck with Orzala. Um, just got the services. McDonald uh, was trialled well. Was well fancied in a you know a maiden at Canterbury and uh, was beaten by Cote and probably just on the heavy uh, didn't quite suit. So hopefully um, it was very heavy that day um, on the heavy at Newcastle. It did improve and I thought it really hit the line quite quite strongly there. So learned a lot from its first up experience. I expect it's learnt a lot more. And I think uh, Gate 9, uh, McDonald aboard, can run really well. Um, main danger, Lon Rioli. I thought it was good um, last start at, at a Goulburn Maiden. Um, put pay to him pretty easily. Uh, I think it can run well as well at price. But uh, Ozala on top, number nine. I, I agree with you about Lon Rioli. Um, I actually like how Wild Botanic is going here. It's been good in every run back. It uh, was you know, brave behind uh, Sneaky Page first up. Uh, went to Canberra and won well, and then was very brave just being nabbed late by arbitration. I had the camp on it. 
Uh, his double figures here will get finally draws an inside gate, uh, and hopefully that's not too bad this time of the day. Just our first shot at Lonrioli, I think, can run well here around the ten or eleven dollars, and then out to fourteen hundred meters should shoot suit Lonrioli, who will get a pretty comfy lead and will be hard to run down again around the double figure mark. They were two I was keen to look at uh, right outside the market. Something like Cordai might improve. Uh, was a bit luckless first up. The big dance wild card is up next over the mile where we've just got all the Chris Waller leftovers dumped into some bush meeting horses here. I... Look, to me, I ended up with two hopes, and I think the only the main bet for me will be Wicklow. I've forgiven it again. Um, was has just been unlucky. Its last couple uh, was too far back last time, drawn out. So hopefully, I th- what you do take into account is Willie Pike going on to probably going to be back and last and trying to reel them all in, but uh, potentially can do that here. And I thought the other obvious one was Kerwin's Lane. That was a pretty good resumption there, and what I'm thinking might be an all right race behind Ellsberg, who obviously we saw come out and run well. And again, it's a, a nine, well, it's four forty, so it's in the market. I like the claim for Dylan Gibbons, and I think it just fits his race really well. They're the two I went looking for, and don't have a lot else to talk about. Yeah, I've gone for Kerwin's Lane, um, as you stated. I think the Gate Five and the claim for Gibbons uh, works well. I think it gets the right run here. Um, it, it can posse up nice and nice and comfortably in the midfield, get the tag into the race, and produce at the right time. You're right. I thought in the Group 2 company last start, uh, it was a nice first up performance. Uh, you know, fought to the line quite well. And when last in work, ran some really nice races in some listed type events and some wait for age races. Uh, quiet in the trials. Uh, lines up well here. I, I'm quite keen on Kerwin's Lane. I think it can run well. Um, bit unsure about Wicklow. Uh, kind of half given up. And I think gate 14 means it does have to go back to the tail and does have to sweep around them all. So um, not without a chance, but uh, Kerwin's Lane for me. The third is the wait for age Craven Plate over 1,800 metres. Uh, two chances predominantly. Which way have you gone? Yeah, two chances, but only one for me, Cascadian. Uh, McDonald Cummings, beautiful run. Beat him easy last start. This is not a strong... Of- not a strong affair. It'll just sit off the, the back of Surf Dancer and uh, it'll be too good um, at the end of the day. Yeah, it, it this, this does have Nash written all over it, getting a quiet lead and being able to just uh, take off what he wants on Surf Dancer, which is a scary thing. But Cascadian was super impressive. I don't think it's going to be as far back as it has been. I think J-Mac will have it right up on the hammer knowing where it needs to be and it, it's going to be very hard to beat. As I said, two chances. If you're playing the early quarter, they're the only two that go in. Uh, but I think Cascadian might start a little bit better. Yeah. He might get dollar eighty, maybe even evens, depending on the first couple of play. But uh, it on top from Surf Dancer. The, the St Ledger is up next, twenty six hundred metre staying race. Um, I got to this and just wanted to lay down and cry. Like yeah. I usually do when we look at these horses every week, forever and ever. Um, I don't know. Talk about it because I don't want to. Yeah, it made me feel a little bit ill in the stomach as well. <laughs> um, look. For the sake of uh, when I analysed the form and had a look and having a selection, I went for Stockman. Uh, I think now fifth up, uh, it gets to gets to the right distance and um, has shown enough in the last couple of runs. It did finish fourth less than a length um, in the Metrop last start. I thought that was a good good pointer mm-hmm. for this. Uh, finished off quite nicely. Um, 
similarly weighted in this. And then prior to that, I thought I thought it was it was okay as well in the group three behind Allegron uh, finished off okay. So I think it's been warming up mm. to this, and I think uh, given it ran so well in the Metrop, they've backed it up, and um, this would be a race they'd expect to run really well. Yeah, look, it's been warming up forever, so it, it, it probably has to run well because I'm going to give No Compromise a chance later on. Uh, I did have Cardrani Dunois on top, but it's, what is it, $2.20, so whoop-de-doo. Uh, let's just move on. Too skinny for me. And, yeah, I think it's um, just starting to drift. I think, again, you'll get better tomorrow. They, they actually probably start closer together. Uh, something we can get our teeth into, the Kosciuszko, 1,200 metres, $2 million race for the uh, the Bush Horses. And this had me quite excited, actually, by the time I finished here, uh, until I heard that, until I just saw that It's Me has, in fact, been scratched. I don't know what I'm going to talk about anymore. Uh, <laughs> it was on top. I thought it was stood out like a beacon there. But I'm left with Art Cadeau on top. Won this fresh last year. Gets D-Lane. Is a little Randwick uh, specialist. And we'll run well here against uh, all of these. And uh, the other ones I went looking for were the two Cody Morgan runners down the bottom. They've both, just because they've got upside and both been impressive, and they're both 20 to 1. Uh, Tal Braga with Bowman going on and La Melody, who are both 20 to 1 there. Uh, and. Oh, pardon Bless me. You. Uh, that's spring goodness. Is, um, but so that's what I'm left with. Uh, I was so keen on uh, It's Me that I'm a bit sad now. Anything you want to talk about? Yeah, I want to talk about front page. Okay. Uh, resuming here goes like a bomb first up. Uh, had five starts for three wins in a second. Last time out, uh, resumed at Wagga. Um, beat Nemeth, which is in this race as well by four and a half lengths. Um, at Wagga, uh, look, it goes well first up. I think this sets up really nicely for it. It's in gate four. Um you know, after it won that, it went down and raced in listed company and started favourite at Flemington. And then in an open class race uh, behind Triple Missile, um, was also well in the market and, and wasn't far off them. Uh, can jump and run. I think this is a good race for it. Does Got, it? How dry does it want it? Probably doesn't want to be in the heavy range. Yeah, prob- well, it's had five starts on the soft and one three. Yeah. Um, so the soft track won't hurt. Um, actual soft form is the best form it's got and good. Never started on the heavy, so... I'm assuming it can handle it. Um, I think, you know, clearly on top for me. You're right, Art Cadeau, not without a chance. Um, and I also thought Tal, Tal Braga um, was a knockout chance. You're right, around the 20s, Mark. Uh, can run well, but front page on top. The consolation for the Everest is the Sydney Stakes, a wait for age group three sprint here. And we've got, haven't we got a field lined up here? What do you like? Wow, big field. Yeah. Um, lots of runners here. Um, and a very, very, very open race. Uh, plenty of chances. I've gone for Apache Chase on top. Uh, thought the, thought its first up run was pretty good uh, in the in the group two. Uh, behind Lost and Running. Um, stuck to its task quite well uh, in the heavy going. I think it'll be better improved as the track gets better. If it... Uh, its better form has been on good tracks, uh, not the heavy. So uh, can jump to probably near near the lead here and get the right right track in the race with gate five. So I think it can run really well um, second up. Um, main dangers, I think Remark um, is going great at the moment. It's third up. First two wins have been outstanding. Uh, so I think it can run well. And, you know, there's plenty of horses down in the market. I also think something like Blondo, uh, who goes well for yeah. us. First up fresh, uh, could be a knockout chance at 
30s just flying home as well. Yeah, the spell up in Queensland generally is a recipe for success coming back for Blonde. I had a lot of looks at Blonde myself uh, and agree. I've got Waihaha Falls on top. I think there's a lot of pace up here. There's uh, plenty of leaders, plenty of pace up there. It had the two big kills, track and distance, uh, throughout winter. Put away uh, has come back for this outside gate. When the leaders start falling over, I think it's going to be storming home. And it's the best part of 10 bucks. I think this is a great bet here. Uh, I think it's a very talented horse from, uh, you mentioned Blondeau, who I went looking for. And in the Congo, I'm not sure where it ends up, but it you just forget about that Mooney Valley run. Yeah, just yeah, sat 100%. three wide and was never, ever given a chance yep. in that race. And now can come here. I think J-Mac doesn't look to contest a lead. I think he tries to get a, a bit of a camp and will definitely improve here. Got to pay respect uh, to, to the lead up as well. Obviously, Apache Chase, Kementari in the conversation. But at the prices, uh, they were the ones I was sort of keen on. I think Waihaha has almost been forgotten here. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit concerned about the gate and the first up. And this is a big step up in class, mm. you know. Um, it's come from benchmark, essentially midweek races against the likes of Fast Coney um, to this. Look, can't say, can't say it won't win, but... Uh, I think it's racing a lot better company horses than what it did last prep. They were basically midweek races. Agree, agree. But it's, um, I think they're just to set up here, and I think they, they've got a bit of a sniff from not pushing on earlier through winter. They could have probably made a killing early yeah. spring. So they've saved it for this. Uh, not sure where it heads, though. But interested to find out at the price. Yeah, I just thought it was a little bit unders at seven fifty when you got, you know, SWATS that's $13, and I think. Yeah, don't it's don't ever tip cost SWATS that. No, I won't. Please. But I'm just saying it's won better races than. Yeah. Speaking of better races, 15 million bucks. The Everest to wait for age 1,200 metres. What have we got here, Beaver? A lot of good horses. They are good horses. But we already knew yeah, that. So uh, they tell me? Yes. Yeah, there's some plenty of good horses here. Um, obviously, a few will come out um, in this race, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, the bottom four. The bottom so four Forbidden Love out. Onwards uh, uh, Emergencies. Yeah, so they'll probably start in the race prior. Um, what can I say? Uh Nature Strip for me, um, just there was just too much to like about its first up run um, to to not be excited by uh, what it what it can do here. Uh, went to England, won, bits and concerned how it might come back first up and how it would perform, but uh, it was outstanding. Gate twelve, I think, is probably a good draw. Perfect um, in this in this field. It's going to come across. It's going to sit wherever it wants outside the lead, just behind the lead, and. Uh, we know Eduardo is going to go quick, um, probably lead these up. Shade of Rose um, probably gives it the cart across and it just sits in behind there. And when J-Mac presses the button, um, it's, it should be all over. I just can't see anything beating it. Nature Strip on top for me. Uh, some for your trifectas, definitely Private Eye. I think that was a nice first up tilt and I think it can run well again. Mask Crusader looks to be... Slightly back, so that was sort of two that I definitely have in my in my trifectas with whatever else you like. Nature strips are moral. Uh, I'm keen. It's uh, I love the gate. You've summed that up well. I th and I can see Nash doing everything possible to get Eduardo to run second, so he will um, control the pace as well as he can to make sure he gets into that millions and millions of dollars of prize money, uh, which sets up perfectly because if he go well, if he goes quick, Nature Strip is going to eat it up, and if he Goes slow. J Max got the gate. He can just go straight past him and take it up if he wants to. So, um, 
All over it. I think $2 is a good bet. And I the only other horse I'm throwing in the quaddy when I get to it will be Jack and I just because I don't know how good it can be. Mm. Uh, we've seen the form stack up. I know at the you know we can argue about how good the three-year-olds are, but we've seen that form through that stack up right the way through and was explosive and may well be the – I would rather an outside gate actually is a concern, but um, may well be the, the mystery horse here. I think everything else is well and truly covered. Excited. The Silver Eagle held over from last week. For a million-dollar race again, uh, for the four-year-olds this time, we did the form on this last week. It hasn't changed a lot apart from the cheeky nomination for Jimmy the Bear down the bottom there coming up if he yep. gets a run. But uh, I am sticking with my original thoughts. Valana on top, a wet tracker, a nice gate. Nash goes on, has claimed the scalp of a lot of these through his last couple of preps, did some good stuff. Trials are fantastic, and I think – is ready to rock and roll for a flying stable here. Kiss some, this would have been the goal all the way along, has trialled well and ready to go. And we spoke about Waterford last week, but it uh, he now gets Bowman, I think Tommy was on last week, last week, outside gate and has done nothing wrong, has jumped every bar. Uh, the concern is, is their gut, a bit like the one we talked about earlier, is their guts to the form coming through the midweek stuff, but has been much, has been doing that in second gear, I think, and will stack up here. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. Oh, there's obviously other, a few other chances and bits and pieces, but they're the three predominant ones for me, Beaver. Yeah, the only thing that's changed here is obviously the barrier draw, yeah. um, which probably changes a little bit of the complexion for me. I had Waterford on top previously, but um, gate 18, I just I looked at this and wondered where is it going to sit and where is it going to get to? Um, we do know, we will know track pattern by now as well. We'll, we'll know. know track pattern yeah. now. So I've just flipped them. I've gone for Espiona. Um Third up as well here, getting, you know, with Jay Mack aboard. Um, the gate 14 still drawn a little bit off the track. Um, may get may get to come in a couple if there's a couple of scratchings in the Congo, probably comes out of this. Um, so I've got it on top, Espiona, still uh, Waterford uh, can run well. And I thought a horse like Lock Eagle um, could be a bit of a knockout horse mm. as well. So that was how I ended up here. J-Mac might pick up two mil himself tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with losing it to me. But anyway. Uh, 1,500 metres, the five diamonds prelude is another million-dollar race for, uh, well, 20 horses. I don't know what to say about some of these. Who do you like? Well, there's only two chances. Are you um, saying one and two? Yep, one and two. Absolute standouts. Um, I've gone for another two, Ayrton. Um Got a big opinion of this horse. Really like the horse. Been good to me over over the is time. Is the wet a concern? The wet is a concern, but I think the drying conditions actually help. Yeah. Um, so the closer it gets to good, um, the better it'll be for it. Um, I would don't think they'll start it if if they didn't think it couldn't yeah. win um, on the on the on the track. So I think gate seven's a perfect draw for it. It can get to wherever it wants in the run. Um, obviously, Ellsberg will. Will sit on pace and look the look the winner at some stage, um, but it's got to give two kilos to Ayrton, and I think Ayrton's as good a horse, if not better. So I'm happy to take the four fifty. Yeah, cool. I've I've had to default Ellsberg on top. Actually, before the Epsom, didn't know how well it was going, but it does fit this race really well. Obviously, won the Epsom two two weeks ago, so that stands up here in what's got a long tail on it. Sabak was a nice resumption. Uh, it. I think has upside and can run well at a price. And I'll throw some extras in the quaddy when I get to that. 
the likes of perhaps Alcyone. Uh, but I do agree on Ayrton. Heavy had me concerned. Maybe it's now back in the game more than I thought. Uh, one I'm forgiving, Elias. Didn't do much last time, but it was a nice uh, nice first up run. Tick over trial since could jump out of the ground here. Uh, good luck to Carol and all the connections with Arctic Thunder as well. Um, they're in for a big day tomorrow. Looking forward, they're looking forward to it, so good luck there. We finished the day with the Ankh Stakes, again held over from last week over the mile, uh, where, again, the barrier draw has done me a couple of favours here, uh, but I'm sticking with my original thoughts. Meg is flying uh, inside gate now, has me concerned by this time of the day, but I'm half hoping they're all off the fence down the middle and can actually come up and under them and get a nice run there. I love Damien Lane going onto it. Uh, I love the fact it... Uh, Loves the wet, and it's going to run well here. Has uh, run well every start, and is was twenties last night. What is it now? Sixteen bucks uh, with your horse coming out to run in Melbourne, mm. and uh, obviously Fine Point resumed with a nice win, uh, and that form will get a, a grip on throughout the day. Uh, we'll run well again here, but they tend to keep that for the drier stuff. So keep an eye on that. I'll mention the others when I do the quaddy. Not quite sure how Polly Gray's come back, so. Just going away from it, what have you made of this? Yeah, I've gone away from it as well. I've gone for fine point. Uh, I think it will have derived plenty of benefit from that mm -hmm. first up win, and I thought the win was good enough um, it, under those conditions. So I was pretty pleased with that. Uh, gets in here, nicely weighted. Waller again, we talked about him. He's just keep popping up here. So I had hit on top, and the main danger I had is Honey Creeper. Mm -hmm. I think if they are finishing on and coming down the, the middle of the track... Um, this horse has the biggest finish and, and as they go up in distance, uh, can run well. So I think probably setting this up for something probably next start, but, uh, could run well in this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got the Everest Quaddy to look at. I'm going to handle the Sydney Quaddy and first leg, I'm going to go one nature strip and 11 Jackano. Second leg, one Mr. Mozart, two star Tontes, three Valana. Four, Kissam, seven, Brigantine, ten, Waterford, thirteen, Lavish Girl, fourteen, Espiona, and if it gets a run, we'll throw Jimmy in just for nostalgia's sake. Third leg, one, Ellsberg, two, Ayrton, six, Elias, nine, Diamil, eleven, Alcyone, thirteen, Sibak, and come home with one, Polly Gray, two, Hope in Your Heart, three, Honey Creeper, five, Meg. Six Grace and Harmony, eight Fine Point, and that'll do us. A uh, hundred bucks gets you about fifteen percent. If we get two splits there, that should pay well and truly cover your stake anyway. Yep. Uh, do you have a best and value for Ranwick? I do, mate. My best bet comes up in race nine, number two, Ayrton. Um, nice little price, and my value comes up in race eight, number fourteen, Espiona. My best is Nature Strip. I think it'll win. So I'm putting it on so top. So do I, but race I just seven, didn't want to go the obvious. No, come on. Race seven, number one, Nature Strip. And my value, race 10, number five, Meg. We head down to Caulfield for the Caulfield Cup where it's wet. It's been pouring down Very there. Uh, apparently, though, the Caulfield's dodged a lot of our thoughts with everyone doing it tough down there. It's been some pretty scary scenes uh, around Summer Victoria. So I hope you guys are staying safe. Uh, we know what it's been like over the last six or 12 months up in Sydney. But they're actually optimistic we might even get to a nine. I was reading this morning, so we'll see how that plays. The rail is in the six-metre mark, I believe, which last time it was set up like this. 
uh, was a couple. There was the day negotiating came down to middle and one, so swoopers were looking for throughout the day uh, with soft into heavy track. Uh, and so keep an eye on that. That's how I've sort of treated the form. But we kick off with a 1,400-metre three-year-old fillies race, Beaver, and I was keen to start the day with well, a horse that's been good to us. Uh, Kang Try resumes here as Trot. Well, first trial was lovely. Second trial, I don't know what happened there. Uh, just sort of went around four links behind the field. But uh, its form's better than this. It, even the two it got beat were um, just really brave runs, posted wide. The, la- the last one before going out was, uh, well, Bill Egan's not riding it today, which says something about the ride. But uh, I think it's going to be very hard to beat here. Uh, and I think it's a nice way to start the day. Uh, we'll just wait and see what upside Climbing Star has, but that's how I'm starting off. Yourself? Yeah, I've gone for Climbing Star. Uh, I think it does have upside, and I was super impressed by its first up run. I think the gate five is perfect. I think it can sit midfield probably in that sort of four or five position uh, in the running line, and I think uh, the extra step up in 200 metres is right up its alley. I think this horse has packed with potential. Um, you mentioned the trial of the top weight. Um, not quite sure about that. So I just went for the up-and-comer. Speaking of up-and-comers, benchmark 80, 1,700 metres is next. Uh, you've been waiting for this horse for a couple of weeks. Yep, been waiting for this horse for a couple of weeks. Number 11, Captain Joey. Uh, got it on top here. Uh, loved its run last start. Uh, won the first two up this preparation. This is a very winnable race and uh, should be winning. Great 13s, I think it's okay because it's yep. going to get back and it's going to explode down the middle. Yeah, on top for me as well. I think the overs, if you're looking for one, Seniors Express can improve, no luck last time. And uh, a wider gate, uh, not quite sure about the heavy, but the wider gate will help it out. Had no luck to date. But, yeah, one of the better bets on the card is the favourite here. The Ned's Classic for the three-year-old boys is up next, 2,000 metres, where, uh, well... I assume he's a derby favourite. Mr Maestro has done nothing wrong so far and has been super impressive both both runs out to this trip and meets a much weaker field, I think. There's not much else here. This is a, a pretty much midweek race coming here and, a, well, it's seventy, so it'll win. Uh, yeah, not much more to add. Yeah, right. Who are you looking at then? I've got uh, number six, Distrustful Award. Okay. I think it's great value here at $14. Uh, I think after the weekend, you might see this horse be some money come for it for, for the derby. Um, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. If you it, it started very short at Mujura last start in a maiden, but wow, it was super impressive. It was hard held, head on its chest, um, stepping up to the 2000. Uh, this this horse has some ability. Pruska uh, can train a, a, a horse that uh, gets out to these distances. I think uh, very keen that it will run well at the $14 mark. So that distrustful award on top for me uh, from the favourite. Cool. Yeah, uh, well, I don't think Savabill's had a stakes winner out beyond 2,000 metres. So that is interesting. Someone will tell me I'm wrong there, but I know when we're looking at uh, Forgot You last year into the derby, that stat popped up. So we'll see how that goes. Yes. But mm. anyway, the Ethereal's up next. The Phillies version, Group 3, uh, over the same distance. What have you done? Yeah, it got down to two here, the two in the market, Foxy, Cleopatra and Mocha, who's been scratched and brought to this. Um, I've gone for Foxy, Cleopatra, the favourite. I, I really liked its win at Mooney Valley last start. Um, just sat off the pace and uh, put pay to him very quickly there. That was a that was a really nice run. Uh, 
That was only its second race start, and I think it'll it'll continue to improve. Gate 14, um, there might be a scratching or two. So, again, I don't think the, the gate's going to be too much of a problem, hopefully, um, as long as it gets a little bit of cover here and looks hardest to beat for me. Yeah, same, same. Uh, Moko, that was a complete barrier trial last time, was actually quite strong through the line when, he, when she actually got out. Uh, just had no luck there and will improve, but the market reflects that. Uh, and I'm a bit annoyed all three of these are here because Pavitra, uh, I had some interest in going into the Zoo Gotcha race, actually um, led them up outside lead and beat home Madame Pomeroy, who won on Wednesday. And comes here, she'll get a softer lead. Jamie Carr going on uh, is also in the conversation. But they're the, the three that the market suggested, the three main ones. Uh, Foxy Moko, to so seven, one, and three for me. The Gothic Stakes is up next, 1,400 metres. Again, for the three-year-olds, uh, the boys listed race here, where I am going to make a case here for Custodian. Uh, good win first up. Then had to sit outside lead on that complete rails day at Mooney Valley and actually held on quite well. Was coming back through the line at the death there and is 14 bucks. Uh, it can roll forward here and I'm hoping to get a cosy run, maybe 1-1 one, one under Mark Zara. And I think he's going to give you a really nice, really nice sight here. Because um, the uh, three that beat at home were all on the rails that day. Uh, that said, Eponymous might come out and win by three because it was luckless there but did have the rail. Uh, and... If I'm looking at the same race, Sandpaper was brave as well off the fence. But uh, I, I like the price around number 11, Custodian. Yeah, I got Eponymous on top. Uh, I think I tipped it as a value bet last start. And yeah, it I think was, we all did. We were on I it. think it was uh, a huge run. It gets the extra 200 here. Gate 7 is perfect. Um, and I think it's got some natural improvement in it. So I've got it on top. And you're right, I had my two outsiders at double-figure odds with Sandpaper and Custodian. I thought they could run well as with some natural improvement um, and drawn drawn nicely as well um, with a nice finish and probably like the step up to 1,400. So eponymous on top for me. Cool. The Alingi Stakes are listed for the mares over 1,100 metres. What do you like here? Well, um, interesting race. A uh, couple of – an open field. Um, Nadge Maddie I've got on top because just I just loved its last prep. Um, it was just – outstanding um at one first up i think um down in melbourne um and was just a great run gate 10 i think it's drawn perfectly i think it gets set up here uh, there'll be enough pace on this race to to drag it into the race and uh i think it can run super well um and be super hard to beat i thought there was a couple of i had to put i have to chuck the nine in masara's horse shell star you backed it last start um, don't raise your eyebrows. Uh, I think it can run well given they've taken it to Melbourne. And I also thought Lem Picker around the $15 mark mm. was pretty good um, first up. And I think it can can run well as well. I just assumed I'm gonna, I was going to just find Najmati and move on with this race. But I didn't like the trials, actually. I didn't know how well it trialed. And I don't know how it's going to go in the wet. So I had two question marks. Uh, I thought Juan Diva did trial well. But um, I can't believe I'm going to say it. But I actually... <laughs> I, I, I'm going to tip Shalstar on top. I, I started this race wanting to just pen it. as the first horse I went to pen. But I like the fact it's going to roll forward here. I like the fact Blake Shin's on it, who's flying uh, and has plenty on some of these jockeys down there. And I like the fact it's 10 bucks and it's going to have a great run here. I think it's going to be very hard to beat. 
uh, and I can't believe I'm doing it, so it must say something. Yep. You did it last. You've only ever done it once and it won. And exactly. This is the so maybe time. that's a sign, everyone. Uh, maybe but, that um, is a sign. It is coming out of highway form. It's coming out of everything I don't want to have anything to do with, but I've got it on top. Uh, because I had question marks around the two I wanted to find, Dron Diva's second pick did trial pretty well and uh, sets up perfectly here. And I didn't know what to do with a very fine red that was next best. But, um, yeah, it's on top and I feel dirty for it. So let's move on. Race seven is the... You're a dirty man. I, I've been told <laughs> that. Group two, the sprint here over the 1,000. Bo Roster and Malkovich has come out, which changes this race somewhat with the pace coming out there, actually. But my original thoughts were I uh, I did not like the draw of um, Dragonstone back to the inside, which had me concerned because uh, that would have been on top of all things being equal. But I've got a feeling by this time you want to be coming down the outside. Uh, so I've actually ended up going back to Asfura. Uh, tragedy last time. Jay uh, McNeil goes on. Beautiful blending gate here. And I think has plenty of upside and gets through the ground okay. Uh, well, should be unbeaten on the soft. Obviously, scared of Generation who, you know, crossed the line right in the heels of Cool and Gator in a group one. And now with the pace coming out, probably gets a really nice run here, sitting mm. right off Sartorial Splendor, which has me more concerned than when I did the race first time around. Uh, but uh, I'm going to play away from Dragonstone, uh, depending how the track's playing. If the track's playing any differently, I'll, I'll revisit that. So um, that's why I've seen it. How have you seen it? I've seen the same as you. That's four for me. Um was brilliant first up and then just just was a terrible ride second up. It got cluttered up. It reefed at Ted. It just um, didn't get a run. Uh, yeah, just wasn't good at all. I think uh, here gate five, uh, I think the, the pace here will be the way it'll suit. Um, it just gets into the running line and I think it can run super well. I'm pretty keen on it at around the $485 mark. Got it on top okay. and I think you're right. The two main dangers are Generation Dragonstone. Excellent. The mares are up next. Group two, Tristark Stakes over the 1,400 metres. Uh, who have you found? Yeah, good race. A uh, lot of good chances here. Uh, big field again. Look, I've, I've stuck with Chain of Lightning. Uh, I'm going to forgive it. It's run last start. I just, it was it was a weird type of run at Caulfield. It was a swoopers track and yeah. it sort of sat outside the leader and it just didn't look comfortable. I'm not, not sure what to make of it. Um, I don't know if it was – I don't think it was the track condition, although it was a heavy, heavy track. I don't think it's coincidence Luke Nolan's going on for the uh, yeah, prior jockey. It was just, say that. Yes, that's right. I, I just wasn't sure of the run. I think it will run uh, freshened up here. It'll, it'll run well, and I've got it on top. I think Argentia can run well. I thought it was it was really good first up. Um, impressed with that run. Uh, sat closer to the speed and was only beaten late by um, the other chance in the race, which was Exolita, which um, – is a horse that you tipped uh, as a knockout chance in that race. So that was sort of the, the three I went for. I'm actually sticking with Exolator because I like the win. I thought it uh, almost had all honours there. Has to now go back and do it on, on a heavy track. But um, it sets up again for a nice run here. Should be hard to beat. I think Chain of Lightning improves. It yeah, just sat outside lead uh, like a shag on a rock and obviously retired it appropriately. Luke Nolan goes on, I like uh, will improve. I think we'll be ridden a bit quieter as well in the wet track will suit. Uh, gate one broke my heart here for Palacipan because I would have found it otherwise. I probably had it on top, so keep it in your – depending on the track's playing, keep that in mind. Uh, and obviously Argentia will run well. But uh, I think 
yeah, around those, I'm keen to back both X Leader and Chain of Lightning. I think we can come out with a result there. What do you, yeah, you've already said your tips, haven't you? Yeah. All right, let's talk about the Caulfield Cup. Group one, 2,400 metres staying race. It's, well, it's definitely a staying race. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start with this one. Beaver, what have, what have you made of this? Well, it's hard to know where to start in this race, isn't it? Um, I know where I started. I've already backed Macrum at 60s. It was the only thing I've already done. Yeah, but we'll wait and see how it goes. It's one of your horses, out. isn't it? I couldn't believe the price. Um, should have won last week. Should have won last week. Anyway, let's get on to the Caulfield Cup. Uh, look, I think it's a it's a hugely difficult race. Um some of these horses are drawn quite wide, but so a lot of luck in running and where they'll get to sit um, or the horses in the market um, that are drawn wide. Look, I, I, I narrowed it down. I went for I went for conformist on top, non-conformist. Sorry, not conformist, non-conformist. Um, four runs this preparation have been in really good company races. They've all been in group ones, and I think they've sort of just been preparing it for this, stepping it up each time in distance, 200 each time. Um Races that it probably was never going to win. Um, and I thought the last run was only a couple of lengths behind Enemo, so it wasn't that bad a run. And I just sort of kept plodding along and, and wasn't too bad in that race. I think it's been perfectly set for this. And I think he can jump out the ground and run run super well. So I had non-conformists on top, but there was plenty of other good chances. I think Benno, um, it, can, it can run really, really well. Um, I just left the favourite out just on the price. I think it can run well and can win, but I just... I was happy to take it on, um, although it's, its last two runs have been really good. Uh, just just was going for a little bit more value. I thought the other chances were – I thought Montefilia. Um, I I'd certainly have it in, in my uh, quaddy numbers. I think it can run well and no compromise as well, but uh, non-conformist on top. Yeah, and maybe I'm missing the obvious with Smoke and Romans has been impressive and beat most of these last time. I went looking for the Waller horses, uh, so no compromise. Won the Metrop last time, comes in here 53, gets swims through the ground, uh, a nice gate to chime in at the right time here in his 20s, and he's going to run well. Uh, Great House, same, 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 will run well, maybe slightly. Well, it was actually, if you don't have to worry about last run, it was buried back to the inside and not even too worried about it. And Durston, you know, started favourite in the Metrop and is going to run well here down on 51. Mentioned if Macram does get a run, price was silly. And I don't know what to do with Montefilia and Gold Trip. So they'll probably go my Cordy. Benno's a horse I haven't really had an opinion of. Uh, and given it's tied to Allegron, I, I would much rather back Allegron than Benno out of that. But... Maybe I just leave them both out. So what have I said there? I'm backing Chris Waller. Seems to work sometimes. Um, but plenty going to Quaddy, as I'm sure you'll cover off. What did you do with Dewis? I, are you just done? Done with it? I, I just, yeah, I've, I'm just going to let it go. Yeah, I think same. If it wins, it wins. Yeah, horses like that that have those great last preparation and then shown three, had three runs his prep and really hasn't shown too much for me. Yeah, um, done with it. Yeah, I don't know if they just fluke it, a prep or something. I don't know. Yeah. Particularly the mares. I think the mares, you know when they're on, they're on or they're off. Yep. That's it. Uh, the Munga, Group 3, 1,400 metres wraps us up for the four-year-olds. And I'm keen here. I thought Bandersnatch was a fantastic resumption. It finished a beat, all but beat home Ayrton last time on the heels of I Wish I Win and is drawn in the right part of the track, I'm hoping, for this time of the day to just come sweeping down the outside again. 
and is what was what seven dollars six fifty six bucks there we go lovely keen on it from catalyst who did the same up along the inside there maybe not the place to be on the day um but has come back pretty well from its uh long layoff i think they're the two and pretty keen that's they're the ones in the race i want to be with actually yeah same same for me bandersnatch uh i really liked its first up run as well um i think it can run well again here uh yeah, clearly on top for me, and I think uh, length behind I Wish I Wins sets up nicely for this, so got it on top as well. I think it's a good price. Um, the main danger I had is the number 11, Aegon. Yeah, um, okay. I think its first up run in Tierrapa was was pretty decent. Uh, got well back and flew home over the 1,200 metres. I think the extra 200 metres here suits gate 10. I think it can run really well, so I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be leaving it out. Beauty. Have you got a Caulfield Cup Day quaddy for the punters? Yeah, tough day, tough quaddy, but uh, if we can get it, I think we'll get some decent uh, pocket money. Uh, first leg, I've gone, which is race seven, number two, Generation, number nine, Dragonstone, number 11, Asphora. Mm-hmm. Three main ones in the market there. Um, in the next leg, I've gone number three, Exolita, number eight, Argentia, number nine, Chain of Lightning, and number 13, Pride of Jenny. Mm-hmm. In the cup, I've gone, in no particular order, number 10, Bano, number six, Nonconformist, number nine, Allegron, number four, Montefilia, number eight, No Compromise, number 19, Durston. Excellent. And to finish the day, I have gone number five, Bandersnatch, number 11, Aegon, number 13, Catalyst, and number 16, Lady of Honour. Lovely. Knock yourself out. Excellent. Have you got a best and value for progroupracing.com.au? My best bet uh, will be no surprise. Comes up in race two, nice and early, number 11, Cape de Joey. We'll be getting some bank for later in the day there. And then my last, uh, my value bet is in the last race, 10, number five, Bandersnatch, just to top it off. Cool. Uh, race three, number one, Mr. Maestro is my best, but that's given it's half a cop out. Let's throw a Bandersnatch in as, I think it's actually nearly my best on the card there. And race five, number 11, Custodian will run well at the double figure price. Anything in Queensland? Yeah, I've got a few in Queensland for us. Uh, Going to kick off the day with race one, number seven, She's a Rogue. Uh, I think it can get us some early uh, cabbage up there. Then I didn't come till later in the day. Race five, number four, Yellow Brick. Uh, can run very well. Race six, number 11, resuming Stella Magic. And then to finish off later in the day, I've gone race 10, number 11, Sweet Margot May. Lovely. That is our look at the Everest and Caulfield Cup cards. Uh, have fun tomorrow, Beaver, out at Randwick. Yes, I'll Being be members. out there. So come and say hello to Beaver. He loves it when uh, <laughs> fans come and yeah. he's a man of the people, Beaver. Uh, or I'll turn leave, come to the Grey Gums Hotel and buy me beers. Either one works for me. So uh, have a good day. I will do good that. Pu- good luck tomorrow uh, and good punning tomorrow, guys. Stay tuned to progetracing.com.au. Leave us some comments below and subscribe to our mailing list there. And we'll be back on Wednesday morning for our midweek preview. Take care.